Reading Shrimad Bhavadam 438 Shri Bhagavan Vacham Varam Vrnitvam Bhadram Sri Bhagavan Vacha, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Varam, Benediction, Vrinidvam, Us, Padram, Good Fortune, Vaha, of you, Yuyam, you, me, from me, Nirpanandanaha, the sons of the king, Sauhardena, by friendship, Apratak, non-different, Dharmaha, occupation, Pustaha, please, Aham, I, Sauhardena, by friendship, Vaha, of you. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, My dear sons of the King, I am very much pleased by the friendly relationship among you. All of you engage in one occupation, devotional service. I am so pleased with your mutual friendship that I wish you all good fortune. Now you may ask a benediction from me. The Supreme Personality of God has said, My dear sons of the King, I am very much pleased by the friendly relationship among you. All of you engage in one occupation, devotional service. I am so pleased with your mutual friendship I wish you all good fortune. Now you may ask a benediction of me. Purport by Divine Grace Yeshi Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. Since the sons of King Prachine Bahaisad were all united in Krishna consciousness, the Lord was very pleased with them. Each and every one of the sons of King Prachina Bahisad was an individual soul. But they were united in offering transcendental service to the Lord. The unity of the individual soul attempting to satisfy the Supreme Lord or rendering service to the Lord is real unity. In the material world, such unity is not possible. Even though people may officially unite, they are all have different interests. In the United Nations, for instance, all the nations have their particular national ambition. Consequently, they cannot be united. This unity between the individual souls is so strong within this material world that even in a society of Krishna consciousness, members sometimes appear disunited due to their having different opinions and leaning towards material things. Actually, in Krishna consciousness, there cannot be two opinions. There is only one goal, to serve Krishna to one's best ability. 
If there is some disagreement over service, such disagreement is to be taken as spiritual. Those who are actually engaged in the service of the Supreme Personality of God, it cannot be disunited in any circumstance. This makes the Supreme Personality of Godhead very happy and willing to award all kinds of benediction to his devotees. As indicated in this verse, we can see that the Lord is immediately prepared to award all benediction to the sons of King Prachina Bahisat. Sri Chaitanya Manovishtam Satpitam Yenabhutale Swayam Rupa Gadamam Dadati Swaparandikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yudhapada Kamalam Sri Gurum Vaishnavam Chya Sri Rupam Sakajatam Sahaganar Gunatam Vitam Tamsajivam Shatvitam Shabadutam Parajanam Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishagan Vitamcha He Krishna Karna Sindhu Dhinabandhu Jagatpate Kopisha Kopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Gauranji Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Javana Sutta Devi Pranamami Hare Priya Vāncha galpataru dhyāśca kripa sindhu vevacca Patitānam bhavane vyo vaiṣṇa vedyo namo namā Namarom viṣṇu padāya krishna prestāya bhūtale Śrīmāte bhakti vedāntu sāmīti nāmine Namaste sarasuti deve goravāni pracārine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatyanadesatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadara Shiva Shri Gora Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So thank you again for coming online. So this is a very, very, very actually important point that the Lord is making <coughs> and is uh, analyzing and he analyzed the character of the Pasetas. How many of them there? Ten thousand? One thousand? Huh? Ten thousand Pasetas? So ten thousand of them working together without fighting. Huh? Huh? What? What is it? Ten only. Only ten? Are you sure? No, not ten. What? Papa say two or two hundred. Yeah? You know that verse he said? Two or two hundred. You don't know what he said? You can take out, anyone can help. You know where is that? Two or two hundred, eh? So the point is here, you can see that how the Lord, particularly he, he marked that they were working cooperatively. 
and he was very very pleased with that you know yeah. huh? only 10 percent of Meditate for 10,000 years, not more than. <laughs> Just see how we can have misleading facts. Eh? So it says here very clearly there are only 10 of them. No? They meditated for 10,000 years. Correct? So the point here, the very important 10 of them, they were very united. <coughs> And the Lord marked that. He was very pleased that they were working together cooperatively, you know. And he said, the reason why they were cooperatively working in a friendly relationship because all of you are engaged in one occupation, devotional service. See the point? Another point. I am so pleased with your mutual friendship that I wish you all good fortune. Now you may ask a benediction for me. So you see all this one. First, please with your friendly relationship among you. Engage in one occupation, devotional service. Huh? And I am very pleased with your mutual friendship. And I wish you all good fortune. Yeah? So now we try to understand that this thing cannot happen yeah, in the three modes of material nature. So, unless they are transcended the modes of material nature, this unity is not, is not possible. It is not possible. So, let me explain why it is not possible. You see here in the Bhagavad Gita, and maybe you already know, In this verse, Rajas Tamas Chabi Bhuya Sattvam Bhavati Bharata Rajas Sattvam Tamas Chaiva Tamaha Sattvam Rajas Pata. Sometimes the mode of goodness becomes prominent, <coughs> defeating the mode of passionate ignorance, O son of Bharata. Sometimes the mode of passion defeats goodness and ignorance and other times ignorance defeat goodness and passion. In this way there is always competition for supremacy. You understand this? In other words, the three modes of material nature are always competing with each other. You understand? So when you are in the mode of goodness, 
that not necessarily you cannot be contaminated by mood of passion and ignorance. Huh? And when you get contaminated by either the mood of ignorance or the passion, dissolve contamination. Uh, and the thinking goes likewise. There is what? Uh, competition. So when you are in the goodness, then the passion wants to take over. Uh, and when you are in ignorance, maybe the goodness wants to, you know, so like this is always yeah, turmoil. So what is the solution? Now let us go and find out if I do my devotional service, if, if it is contaminated with mode of passion, if it is contaminated with mode of ignorance, uh, how does then the person thinks? Uh, so you can see here, if you perform devotional service contaminated with the mode of passion or ignorance, then accordingly you perform that kind of thinking. Start with seven or eight. Seven or eight starts with this eight or hmm? Lord Kapila, Lord Kapila replied, Lord Kapila, the Supreme Personality of Godhead replied, O noble lady, there are multifarious paths of devotional service in terms of different qualities of the executor. So this point here? Yeah? So if you do devotional service, if you do this devotional service, let's say here, Krishna is speaking further, Kapila. Devotional service executed by a person who is envious, proud, violent and angry, who is a separatist, is considered to be in the mode of darkness. In other words, if you do devotional service contaminated with the mode of ignorance, then these are the qualities you will exhibit. Envious, proud, Violent, angry, and who is a separatist. Separatist means what? He always want to have his own camp. Huh? Don't they have his? So this means, can there be unity? If you do devotional service in this contaminated manner, can you have unity? No. Yes, there's distrust, there's what? Always suspicion, yes and finding for a little bit, yeah, spark. Correct? See, see, I told you. See, ah, you joined the ISTM, you see, this is what will happen. They'll throw you out. <laughs> yes? You understand? The kind of mentality, you know, trying to find faults. Now what happens if he's <coughs> in the mode of passion? I recommend you to read the purport. Huh? The deities, the worship of deities in the temple by a separative 
with a motive for material enjoyment, fame and opulence is devotion in the mood of passion. So the person who got this kind of consciousness uh, is also a separatist. Even if you are in the mood of passion, you are also separatist. You understand? With a motive for material enjoyment, fame, opulence. You want to what? Pratishta, Lava, Puja, he wants all these things. Yes? You understand this point? So how can there be unity when a person is self-centered? This is a, this is the one symptom of one who is a neophyte. Huh? A neophyte is always what? Fighting. Correct? Huh? So we see the neophyte. Whether eleven two what? Eleven two three seven. You see, this is the symptom of a new fight. A devotee who faithfully engaged in the worship of the deity in the temple but does not behave properly towards other devotees, people in general, uh, to other devotees, or people in general is called a Prakrita Bhakta, a materialistic devotee and is considered to be the lowest. Okay? Considered to be in the lowest position. So materialistic devotee does not behave well with others. Always having what? Differences, problems. Huh? So, see, see how he thinks. I recommend you to read the purport because this purport is very important. Matvacharya is speaking a lot of, uh, you know, examples of this new fight of bodies. Matvacharya states, Acharyam eva samstitam vishnu kyantvan tat anjitra naiva janati hapuman a kanista adhikari has no idea that the Supreme Lord has uh, power to exist outside a church or a temple. He thinks only God is what? Here only. Uh, furthermore, being puffed up by his own ceremonial worship, Atmano Bhakti Tarpataha. A Kanista Adhikari cannot imagine that anyone is more pious or religious than him and is not even aware that other devotees are more advanced. Thus he cannot understand that the Madhyama Uttama's standard of devotional service and sometimes because of his false pride he criticizes the more advanced devotees of the Lord neglect them or simply has no understanding of the exalted position as preachers completely self-realized souls. 
Another symptom of a Kanista Adhikari is that he is infatuated by material qualification of so-called great materialistic person. Okay, he follows what? Some mundane personalities. Having a bodily concept of life himself is attracted by material opulence and thus minimize the position of the Supreme Lord, Vishnu. Such a Kanista Adhikari therefore is disturbed if a second class devotee criticizes the non-devotee of the law. There's another another point here. When we preaching and we speak something about somebody, uh, he takes it as an offense. Why you why you criticize him? Huh? Understand? Yeah? Especially when we Prabhupada is criticizing, you know, one guy you say. Many people say this. Why your Swamiji? Huh? Your Swamiji huh? always use the word rascal. Yes, have you heard that? Huh? As though he is not a rascal. Yeah? Understand? See how Prabhupada is speaking very... Sorry, no, once, uh, once I told like this, I used the word Murdan and rascal, I was telling somebody, he said you should not speak like this, you should speak like the flute of Krishna, how sweetly it was coming. But he doesn't want Krishna himself use the word Murdan. <laughs> Krishna himself say Murdan. You say you must speak like the flute of Krishna, like very sweet, you know, you should not talk like that. You know. You know Krishna's flute is very sweet, eh? <laughs> Krishna got something sour also, no? <laughs> huh? That is his maya. His maya is what? Uh, this is all, this is, this is exact verse. Right? Oh, he, he, I mean, I get, I get so much penalized. He always fry people up. Huh? As though this is what I do here. You come in, I fry you out. Huh? I have nothing, no, nothing here, only frying. We have a lot of frying business here. Can you imagine this? This is exactly what it is. Criticizing the devotees who are... We are criticizing the devotees who are preachers. Yes. You know, I they don't know how to do. And you know it better. When you are staying, you are staying in the house. Huh? You are staying in your house and you know better. Huh? Correct? Yes or no? Exactly. This is the exact line. You see here? Huh? Therefore, huh? disturb if a second class devotee criticize the non-devotee of the Lord in the name of compassion or kindness, a Kanista Adhikari approves of the non-devotional activities of such materialistic men. No, no, no. They are also good. No, this Baba, that Baba, all good, all good, you know. Huh? Babas are good. What? You understand? Yeah? They are preaching thing. Oh, no. no, we should be what? What is the word they use? Samat, what? Samatva. Everything we must see equal. Yeah? Exactly. Because the Kanishta Adhikari is ignorant of the higher realms of devotional service and the unlimited transcendental bliss of Krishna consciousness. He sees devotional, devotional service merely as the religious aspect of life, but thinks that life has many enjoyable and worthy non-devotional aspects. Another point here. He wants to enjoy in devotional service. I mean, Prabhu, little chocolate is alright, Prabhu, what's the problem? 
Why are you so strict and why? Krishna say you chant, you go back to Godhead, no? What's the problem? Huh? See how they justify it. You understand? You follow? Uh, and therefore he becomes angry when the second class devotee who experience that Krishna is everything criticize the non-devotees. Madhvacharya said that such a person because of his rudimental faith in Krishna is considered a devotee but is a bhakta adama, a devotee on the lowest standard. And one time we had a problem in our temple, I know this, uh, you know, we were chastising somebody because they were doing some crazy thing, they were crying in front of the deity and all kind of things, you know. Then one smart aleck, devotee in the temple, no, 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 you, you, you don't come to the temple for the devotee, you just come for the Lord. You understand? He thinks he know better than the devotees who are. Don't worry about the temple, you are useless. You just come no? and just see the Lord. Take darshan. Huh? What kind of preaching is that? You go to the temple for what? The Lord or the devotees? Huh? Huh? So this is the problem. There's a neophyte. I mean today I don't know where the guy is. Neophytes. Yeah. So we should be very careful. Especially when they are senior devotees doing their job, you know, preaching, and they sometimes may not, may not understand why they are doing this, but we cannot try to think that we know better. Huh? Try to think that, well, I, I, no, 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 I think he is uh, always like that, you know, always making problems. What? That's why uh, I never bring anybody to this temple. A statement. Understand? Don't think this is. I'm just saying. They say this. Why? Because they bring the temple. They don't know how to deal with them. No? As though you know better. And then you should build a temple. Work. Correct? Why are you doing in the backyard? Why? Doing in some other guy's temple. You are. You got no guts to open a temple. If you know so much, you should open a temple. Work. Right? Why you don't want to do that? Because envious cannot perform. You understand? So if such materialistic devotees follow the rules and regulations of deity worship, they will gradually be elevated to a higher standard and eventually become pure devotees to the Lord. Unless they commit offense uh, against other devotees, in which case their advancement will be checked. If they commit offenses to the preaching devotees, that's number one offense. What is that? To blaspheme the devotees who have dedicated their lives in propagating the holy name of the Lord is a offense. So you can chant for 300 million years. Nothing will work, as Prabhupada said. No. Preaching means to make what? Devotees. Correct? Ah, devotees means what? To teach them how to surrender. Not that they come here and have a tea party. Ah, Hare Krishna Prabhu, Hare Krishna. You can hear, you can fill it all up. What's the use of that? What's the use of having cow, barn full of cows which give no milk? Any benefit? Useless. Uh, Prabhupada stressed the point. Well, one devotee was telling Prabhupada, no, 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 we, we, are, we just get them to come, you know, and they just chant and take, 
And Prabhupada, your preaching is useless. This is your preaching is useless. Preaching means you must make them take initiation, make them surrender. That's preaching. Simply having tea party, what's the use? Huh? What is the use? Wasting time. Prabhupada told this. Actually, he told Sridhar, I mean, he told this Siddhar Swami, Siddhar Swarup Swami, this letter is there. <coughs> so you see how Prabhupada is putting the point. So unless you are one, how you can make devotees? Unless you are practicing, how you can make devotees? You cannot. Right? Then criticize, criticize, criticize. Correct? This is the problem. Madhvacharya state that that bhaktanam upeksha kuru vaishnav apidvesam is another important line. Those who neglect or show indifference to the devotees of God are to be considered offenders in the lotus feet of Vishnu. Yeah. See this book? Similarly, those who disrespect the demigods will become bereft of devotional service and be forced to rotate again and again in samsara, the cycle of the Pujadeva-tasadha. Demigods are always to be offered respect. Since the devotees of the Supreme Personality Godhead, if someone is envious of demigod, he is sure to be considered envious of the Supreme Personality Godhead. Similarly, one who offers sincere respect to demigods considered to be respecting the will of the Supreme God. A Vaishnava does not foolishly think there are many gods. He knows that there is one Supreme Personality of Godhead, but as stated many times the Srimad Bhagavan, the Lord has a mission within the material world which is to reform the conditioned living entities through the cruel laws of human nature. And the Lord's mission within this world, the demigods to be considered limbs of the Lord's body as stated in this Bhagavad Gita, Kamintaita Harkapagyan, Prapadyanti Nayadevata, Tantramayama Astaya, those whose minds are distorted by material desires render under the demigod and follow the particular rules and regulations to worship according to their own natures. Srila yeah. Mahatvacharya notes Vishnu Pekchakam Sarve Vitva Shanti Adikam Suraha Patati Avasyam 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 Surely Patati Avasyam Avasyam is definitely correct Tamasi Harina Taischa Patitaha All the demigods are extremely inimical to one who does not respect one Vishnu. Is the point here? Demigods themselves don't like if you are inimical to such a person is pushed into the darkest region of the Lord by the Lord as well as by the demigods. From this statement by Matvacharya, the devotional sentiment of the demigods can be understood. It is stated in the supreme liberation achieved by Uttamadikari, the most exalted devotee of the Lord, the devotee enjoys transcendental bliss in the direct association of the Supreme Lord and the Demigod. According to Srila Jiva Goswami, since the Karnishta Adhikari who cannot properly respect other devotees will certainly fail to offer respect to ordinary living entities who are not even devotees. A Karnishta Adhikari is useless for practical preaching work. 
unless he comes to the higher platform of understanding. Srila Jiva Goswami says, Yam cha sridhanam sastra artava dharana jata because of Kanistha's Adhikari's faith is not actually based on the statements of Vedic literature, he cannot understand the exalted position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead within everyone's heart. Therefore, he cannot actually manifest love of Godhead, nor can he understand the exact exalted position of the devotees of the Lord. See, Kanistha cannot understand the exalted position of the Lord, cannot understand the exalted position of the devotees, Krishna is so glorious that Krishna's intimate associate must also be glorious. But this is unknown to the Kanista Adhikari. Similarly, the essential qualification of Vaishnava, which is to offer all respect to others, Amanina, Madadena, Kirtaniya, Sadahari, is also conspicuous by his absence in a Kanista Adhikari. If such a person, however, has faith in the Vedic literature and try to understand the statement of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, he will gradually be elevated to the second and first class stage of devotional service. According to Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, a Kanista Adhikari should very seriously engage in regulated worship of the deity. The deity is a particular incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Lord Krishna can present himself before the worshipper in five different manifestations, namely his original form as Krishna, Para, his comparable expansion, Vyuha, his pastime incarnation, Vaibhava, the Super Soul Antriyami and the Deity Archer. Within the Deity form Archer is the Super Soul who in turn is included within the Lord's pastime form. Vaibhava, the Supreme Lord's Vaibhava Prakash is an emanation from the Chaturvya. This control expansion of the Lord is situated within the Supreme through Vasudev, who himself is situated within the Swayam Prakash Tattva. The Swayam Prakasha consists of expansion, the ultimate Swayam Shrupatattva, the original form of Krishna within the Purupavrindavan spiritual sky. This hierarchy of expansion of the Supreme Lord in the spiritual world is realized even within the material world in terms of one eagerness to render service to the Lord. In the beginning, in a beginner in the lowest stage of devotional service should try to dedicate all his activities to the satisfaction of the Lord and cultivate the worship of Krishna in the temple. According to Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvita, all the planetary expansions of the Supreme Lord mentioned above descend into this world and enter within the deity to exhibit the function of the Super Soul by accompanying the daily life of the Vaishnava. Although the Vaibhava pastime expansion of the Lord incarnated at specific time, Ramadi, Murteju, Gala, Niyamena, Tistan, the Super Soul and deity form the constantly available for the spiritual advance of the devotees in this world. As one becomes to the Matmadikari platform, one able to understand the expansion of the Supreme Lord. Whereas the Kanista Adhikari, entire knowledge of the Lord is limited to the deity. Nonetheless, Krishna is so kind to encourage even the lowest class of Vaishnavas. He condenses all his various forms into deity so that the worship of the deity, the Kanista Adhikari devotee worshipping all the forms of the Lord as a devotee makes advancement, he can understand his form as they appear in his own way both within the world and in the spiritual world. As long as one remains in on the third class platform, one has no transcendental appreciation of the blissful reality of the Supreme Lord paraphernalia and entourage. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very pleased with King Prithapurudra when the king 
Upon receiving outer cloth from the Lord, immediately installed it as a deity and began to worship it as good as the Lord Himself. Lord Shiva Himself has stated, Tasma Parantaram Devi Tadiyanam Samacharam. Worship of the paraphernalia and courage or devotee of the Lord is even better than worship of the Lord because the Lord is more pleased by worship of the devotee and entourage than by worship of himself personally. According to Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, the inability of the Kanista Adhikari to appreciate the Lord's devotees, entourage and paraphernalia indicates that such a materialistic Vaishnava is still affected by speculative understanding of Mayavad Karma, karmavadis and mayavadis, those who are dedicated to sense gratification and impersonal speculation about the absolute, Srila Prabhupada often say that only the impersonally desire to see Krishna alone. We desire to see Krishna with his cow, his friend, his parents, his gopis, flute, jewelry, forest scenery and so on. Krishna is so gorgeous in the setting of Vrindavan, it is in the land of Vrindavan that Lord Krishna, surrounded by so many beautiful associates, manifests with ex- exalted, incredible beauty. Similarly, the unique mercy of the Supreme Lord, Supreme Personality of God, it is exhibited in the activities of His pure devotees who selflessly travel around the universe, distributing the dark particles from Krishna's closest feet of the age of condition. So, one who is uninterested in the Lord's paraphernalia and torrents and devotees has a stunted conception of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This must be due to contamination from the impersonal and senseless understanding of life. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati said that after hundreds of lifetimes of faithfully worshipped the deity of the Lord, of Lord Vasudeva with external paraphernalia, one realized the true nature of his external name and mantras. Okay. And the bondage of one materialistic mentality slackens in this way as a Kanista Adhikari gradually comes to the perceive the mental activities of a devotee and try to seriously and try seriously to advance to a higher stage the materialistic conception will go away of their own account. He then exhibit loving service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and make friendship with the devotees who are dear most sons of the Lord and by appreciating the universal quality of devotional service to Krishna, you become very much eager to engage other innocent people in the service of the Lord. Further, as he begins to make significant advancement, he becomes inimical to anything or anyone that hinders the progress of his devotional life. And thus he avoids atheistic people who cannot benefit by good association. In the name of Krishna consciousness. Right, so you see how the point is stressed by Jiva Goswami, stressed by Matvacharya, stressed by Bhakti Siddhanta. So a neophyte person, although he is practicing devotional service, but because he has got this contaminated thing, so unity becomes very difficult. That's why the word is added, separatist. When you say separatist, it is the opposite of unity. Huh? Correct? So to become united, you cannot remain in the third class platform. Not only that, you cannot remain, as I first started the class by saying that you cannot remain in the mode of material nature. So if you remain in the materialistic mode of nature, and if you also remain as a neophyte, 
then this unity is just a dream. It will never happen. It is explained here also, you see this point in mortal material nature. So you see here, Brahma Bhuta, Brahma Bhuta Prasanatma, Nasochati, Nakanshati, Samaha Sarva Bhuteshu, Man Bhakti Labate Param. See this point here? Same thing that is spoken today in this verse. One, one who, who is thus transcendentally situated at once realize the Supreme Brahman and become fully joyful. He never laments or desires to have anything. He is equally disposed towards every living entity. In that state he attains pure devotional service unto me. So it is a very important point. Unless one goes above the three modes of eternal nature, there is no question. If he goes above the modes of eternal nature, he realizes that he is what? Not Jiva Bhuta. He is what? Brahma Bhuta, spirit soul. And then he never laments or desires anything. Is equiposed and you see is equally disposed to every living entity. Now all these points show that unless one takes up devotional service, he cannot go above the three modes of nature. Yes, Mamcha, Abhyavicharena, Bhakti Yogana, Samaham, Saguna, Samiti Taitan, Brahma Bhujaya, Kalpat. So this is from 14, 20. Six, huh? So he goes above the modes. Once he goes above the mode, yes, he becomes joyful, he becomes cooperative, he becomes he doesn't have any more desires. You see, all fits in. But if he does not take up the devotional process, then there's no question of him coming to this position. And actually, he cannot please the Lord. And your fight cannot please the Lord. That's why he is advised to worship yeah, the Supreme Personality of God in the form of deity worship. The deity worship is very, very important. It's explained here. Especially for the householder devotees, the path of deity worship is strongly recommended. Sometimes the householders are called envious householders. Yes? Proper right? like that, right? Why? Householders? Yes? So deity worship is strongly recommended. As far as possible, every householder, by the direction of the spiritual master, must install the deity of Vishnu form like Radha and Krishna, Lakshmi Narayan, Sita Ram, especially or any other form of the Lord, like Narasimha, Varaha, Goranitai, Mansya, Kurma, Shalagram, Shila, and many other forms of Vishnu, 
like Trivikram, Kesava, Achyuta, Vasudeva, Narayana and Tanuda as they are recommended in the Vaishnava Tantra, the Purana. One should worship the deity with one's family following the direction and regulations of Archana Vidhi. Any member of the family who is above 12 years of age should be initiated by a bona fide spiritual master. Any 12 years of age? No? And all the members of the household should be engaged in daily service of the Lord beginning from morning 4 a.m. till night 10 p.m. by performing Mangala Harati, Ni Rajana, what is it, Ni Rajana, Archana, Puja, Kirtan, Sringara, Voga, Vaikali, Sandhyaarti, Bhaka, Voga at night, Sayana Arati, Engagement in such worship of the deity under the direction of one of five spiritual master will greatly help the household to purify their very existence and make rapid progress in spiritual knowledge. Simply theoretical book knowledge is not sufficient for a neophyte devotee. Book knowledge is theoretical, whereas archana worship is practical. Spiritual knowledge must be developed by a combination of theoretical and practical knowledge and that is the guaranteed way of the attainment of spiritual perfection. The training of devotional service for a neophyte devotee completely depends on the expert spiritual master who knows how to lead the disciple to make gradual progress in the path home, path back home, back to God. One should not become a pseudo-spiritual master as a matter of business to meet one's family expenditures. One must be an expert spiritual master to deliver the disciple from the clutches of impending death. Srila Vishwanathakuritakur has defined the bonafide spiritual master, uh, qualities of a spiritual master, and one of the verses in, the, in that description reads, Sri Vigrahana, Hardana, Nityanana, Singharatan, Dhiramajana, Dutasya Bhaktam, Yuktasya Bhaktam Chari, Vande Guru Sri Charanaravindam. Sri Vikra is the archer of a suitable worship form, worshipable form of the Lord and the disciples should be engaged in worshipping the deity regularly by Sringara, proper decoration and dressing as also by Mandira, Martina, the method of cleansing the temple, the spiritual master, teacher, the neophyte devotee, all this kindly and personally to help in gradually realization of the temple name, quality, form, etc. of the Lord. Only intention engaged in the service of the Lord, especially in dressing and decorating the temple accompanied by musical kirtan and spiritual instruction from scriptures, can save the common man from hellish cinema attraction, rubbish sex songs, broadcast everywhere by radios. If one is unable to maintain a temple at home, he should go to another temple which are, where all the other performance are regularly executed. Visiting the temple of a devotee and looking at the profusely decorated form of the Lord, well dressed in a well and in a well decorated sanctified temple, naturally infused the mundane mind with spiritual inspiration. People should visit holy places like Vrindavan, Westside temples, and worship the deity specifically maintained. Formerly, all rich men like kings and rich merchants construct a temple under the direction of expert devotees of the Lord. 
Like the six Goswami, the duty of the common man to take advantage of this temple and festival, observe in holy places of privilege by following the footsteps of great devotees, Anu Raja. One should not visit all this sanctified pilgrimage places and temple with sightseeing in mind. So one must go to such temple and sanctify and sanctified places, immortalized by the transcendental path of the Lord and be guided by a proper man who knows the sign. This is called Anu Praja. Anu means to follow. Then therefore, best to follow the instruction of the bona fide spiritual master. Even in visiting temples and holy places of pilgrimage, one who does not move in this way, that way is as good as a standing tree condemned by the Lord not to move. The moving tendency of the human being is misused by visiting places for sightseeing. The best purpose of such travelling tendency should be fulfilled by visiting the holy places established by great acharyas and thereby not be misled by the atheistic propaganda of money-making men who have no knowledge of spiritual matters. This is a very important point. So if we stay all on the neophyte platform, then deity worship is very, very crucial. If we cannot do it at home, then as Prabhupada said, do come to the temple. So by doing this, one advances spiritually. Because otherwise, the conditioning of the material world is so bad, you know. It's explained here in this verse, you can see how Kali Yuga especially. Kali is called what? Iron Age of what? What is Kali called? Iron Age of what? Huh? called the Iron Age of Quarrel, is it not? See, this is what actually is happening, is it? Because there's no spiritual guidance. This is what's happening. Even a man's brothers, even a man's brothers, wife, parents and friends, united with him in love, will immediately break off their affectionate relationship and become enemies over a single coin. Here the Prasetas, they are united because Krishna is in the center. Correct? Huh? Here, materially speaking, what's going on? Yes, especially if the father passed away, there's big, big chaos. Immediately they open the wheel, what does he say? If somebody gets a little less, no, 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 this, boy, this wheel is false. Court case. Right? Hey. Yes This is going on. For even a small amount of money, these relatives and friends, 
become very agitated and their anger is inflamed. Acting as rivals, they quickly give up all sentiments of goodwill and will reject one at a moment's notice. Even to the point of committing murder. Look at that. Yes. Yes. Sriman Bhagavatam, who spoken millions of years ago, is the point. You see how dangerous this mode of material nature is. Especially money. Right? That's why when Pagrichit Maharaj chased away Kali, he said, you go and stay anywhere you like. Huh? Wherever there is meat eating, illicit science, gambling, intoxication. Correct? Then he said, no, but in your kingdom there is no such thing. So because he was containing that, kingdom was peaceful. So, okay, then give me, I also need some, no, you go wherever there is. What? Gold. Because wherever there is gold, then all these things will happen. So our task is to perform devotional service. I'll show you huh? one more, two more verses before I wrap up. Actually here, there's another verse here, how, how the bad qualities, you know. Let, let, let me go to this thing. This is I've shown you many times, but you know. So here I see, this, are the, this is the thing, how the mode of passion, theft, violence, speaking lies, duplicity, lust, anger, perplexity, pride, quarreling, Enmity, faithlessness, envy, and the dangers caused by women, gambling, intoxication are the fifteen undesirable qualities that contaminate man because of greed for wealth. Although these qualities are undesirable, man falsely ascribes value to them. One desiring to achieve the real benefit of life should therefore remain alone from undesirable material wealth. So this is the contamination. So when you get this money stuff, then there is no question of peace. There is no question of... You cannot. There will only be quarreling and fighting and quarreling and fighting. This is all it is. Huh? That's all. See? When one's peaceful consciousness, strengthened by the mood of goodness, is fixed on the personality of Godhead, one achieves religiosity, knowledge, detachment and openness. See? As you know also I quoted that verse many many times in the Bhagavad Gita. One who is not connected to Krishna consciousness can have neither a steady mind. Correct? Huh? of good intelligence, without which how can there be peace? Without peace how can there be any happiness? Correct? You see? 
So see, without, when one's peaceful consciousness, strengthened by the mode of goodness, is fixed on the personality of Godhead, one achieves religiosity, knowledge, detachment, opulence. It comes. But if the mind is fixed on something else, that's why the devotee, his other name is what? Santa, correct? The devotee's name is what? So what does Santa means? One who is peaceful. Correct? You see, on the other hand, on the other hand, when one's consciousness, when, when consciousness is fixed on the material body, see that? Home and other similar objects of sense gratification, one spends one life chasing up the material objects with the help of the senses. Consciousness, thus powerfully affected by the mode of passion, becomes dedicated to impermanent things. And in this way, irreligion, ignorance, attachment and wretchedness arise. See, what happens if you go the other way? If you go this way, ah, you're safe and... Eh? But if you try to go the other way, all these bad qualities will manifest. And how you can be peaceful like this? How you can be peaceful? Can you be peaceful? No question. Quarreling, fighting, bickering, this is all will be happening. And you cannot please Krishna? You cannot? Krishna is not happy? In fact, there is one verse by Chanakya Pandit also, he said, when the husband and wife don't quarrel, then the goddess of fortune will stay in the house. You know, you know that there is a verse like that? Huh? If the husband and wife don't quarrel, then Lakshmi will stay in the house. But if you want your Lakshmi to go, then please, you know what to do. <laughs> you see how quarreling, just talking about quarreling and fighting, yes? And Krishna is not happy. The temple also the same. We have to learn how to understand. They are, correct? These qualities should not exist in the temple because we are serving the Lord. Yes? And if we are having this kind of separatist qualities, then we know we are not in a very good stage spiritually and what will happen constantly problems fighting 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 non-stop you know yes and the Gnan can't do any preaching preaching if you say something you say something you say something you say something then finish collapse the boat collapse so try to understand we definitely need to have an authority. As I Prabhupada said, uh, in our ISKCON now, it is gone to do what? So many camps, yes? In the book of Prabhupada said, if you have something in the service of Krishna, well, that's spiritual competition. But if you have this, this is, you see how things break up.
Some of the disciples, some of the disciples strictly accepted the order of the Acharya and others deviated, independently concocting their own opinion under the spell of Devi Maya. This verse describes, this verse describes the beginning of a scheme. When, a dis, when disciples do not stick to the principle of accepting the order of the spiritual master, immediately there are two opinions. Any opinion different from the opinion of the spiritual master is useless. One cannot infiltrate materially concocted ideas into the spiritual, into spiritual advancement. That is deviation. There is no scope of adjusting spiritual advancement to material ideas. Okay? This is another reason why fighting. You understand? You see the moment the Acharya leaves, huh? then, you know the verse? Huh? You know that verse? When the Acharya leaves, uh, 428-4258-54? 428-48. Huh? Why things break up? Huh? When an Acharya comes following the superior orders of the Supreme Personality of Godhead or his representative, he established the principle of religion as enunciated in the Bhagavad Gita. Religion means by abiding the orders of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Religious principles begin from the time one surrenders to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is the Acharya's duty to spread a bona fide religious system and induce everyone to bow down before the Supreme Lord. One execute religious principle by rendering devotional service, specifically the nine items like hearing, chanting, memory. Unfortunately, when the Acharya disappears, rogues and non-devotees take advantage and immediately begin to introduce unauthorized principles in the name of so-called Swamis, Yogis, Philanthropies, Welfare Workers and so on. Actually, human life is meant for executing the order of the Supreme Lord as is stated in the Bhagavad Gita. Manmana Bhagavan Bhakto, Madhyaji Mam Namaskro, Mam Evayasi Yuktaivam, Atmana Matparayana. Engage your mind always in thinking of me, become my devotee, offer obeisance and worship me, be completely absorbed in me. Surely you will come to me. The main business of the human society is to think of the Supreme Personality of Godhead at all times, to become his devotee, to worship the Supreme Lord and bow down and to bow down before him. The Acharya, the authorized representative of the Supreme Lord established this principle. But when he disappears, things once again become disordered. The perfect disciples of the Acharya try to re- rely, re- relieve 
the situation by sincerely following the instruction of the spiritual master. At the present moment, practically the entire world is afraid of rogues and non-devotees. Therefore, this Krishna conscious movement is started to save the world from irreligious principles. Everyone should cooperate with this movement and in order to bring about actual peace and happiness in this world. Hear this point? So the devotees who are serious, they will take up the process to help uh, establish the Acharya's order. And those who are rogues and thieves, non-devotees, they will introduce so many nonsense in them. And so now Iskwan is in a, what? Split. They are introducing new and new things. Right? Yes? What is the latest they have introduced? Business yoga. They want to patent that? They want to patent the name Business Yoga? That's nonsense. Krishna only spoke about three yoga. What he spoke? Karma, Jnana and Bhakti. So this guy is inventing something new. Right? Like here. Right? Introducing all kind of crazy, crazy. I think they are also introducing women gurus also. Yes? And I saw recently a Thakwa war, one Swami was doing Thakwa war. He went on making disciples fall. He went on making his disciples fall. Somebody must fall down in the Thakwa war. Unlimited, unlimited concoction. Some, someone is playing table tennis. How many people? Creating how many? Ping pong diplomacy. This is another thing. How to speculate on Krishna consciousness? This is terminology. Prabhupada said women are less intelligent. No, he couldn't have said that. He shouldn't have said that. Prabhupada, they, they made, all these were made, you know, by people who are, what is the word, for those who are very macho, what is it? Nah? How you pronounce that? Narcissistic, is it? Ah, male Germanist. I think Prabhupada was so kind, no, he wouldn't have said that, you know. So I think you delete all these words. And see how the whole thing, just like the Bible, there was one course on that. He says that if Jesus Christ, did he say this? No, he could not say. Jesus Christ is so kind. He will never say, don't eat meat. <laughs> see how they, they have a whole course on that. This verse, no, no. Maybe. No, but you must add this also. See? How they speculate, change the whole thing, and that's finished. And what is there? The whole thing is rotten. That's why Prabhupada was very careful that we should not at any time compromise. The one good advantage about us is that we have the original verses that you cannot change. You cannot put one, one extra word there, it will not work. Okay? That is the, our saving grace. 900, so how many verses? 700 verses on the Gita, 18,000 verses on the Bhagavadam, right? They are there and everyone can see. 
That's why another thing, you see, amazing that Prabhupada did. You know, he's an Acharya. See what he did? He gave the verses, correct? He gave word for word, correct? And then he gave the translation. Why did you do that? You could just Sanskrit word and... Huh? He can just give the translation, right? Why did he put the word for word inside? What is the need for that? Why? That no speculation can work. You follow? As a proverb, I mean, sent by Krishna, you know. So he know what you will do, what you will not do. So to save God, this is our saving grace. Done. So that we can maintain the purity. Alright, I think I have taken a lot of your time. Any more questions or comments on this? So when he says that don't disturb them, they are engaging in some activities. We don't try to say, okay, you know, you don't do this, you know, you 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 uh, try to come to the higher standard, you know. That's what a man does. Not that they allow the third class devotee to criticize the second class or the first class. That's not allowed. No, what I'm saying, this third class devotee does So here, <coughs> a second class devotee is probably explained in the purport that a second class devotee, he is in a higher position to understand the spiritual aspects. Whereas a third class devotee is on the bodily concept. So because he is on the body concept, he does not understand the higher principles of, uh, you know, action by the second class and the first class devotee. So when they are doing something higher, just like Give you an example, then Garuda, when he was eating that fish, huh? Saubari Muni criticized him. You understand? And that became an offense. Why? That's why, what is that verse? Kriya Mudra, what is that? Vaishnava Kriya Mudra, Vijnana Mudra. Where is that verse? It says that you cannot judge the mind of a pure devotee. Why he is doing that? You cannot, you cannot use your material what understanding to. So he has the reason why he is doing it. Understand? And if you criticize, you fall down. Right? Just like another example, Madhavendra Puri was crying in ecstasy. Oh, when can I see you, my Lord? And his disciple, Ram, what is his name? Ramachandra Puri, ah, eating too much Puri, is eh? <laughs> He, what? Why are you crying? You should meditate on Brahman. 
Now is the time to think of Brahman. So you see, third class, trying to advise her. You cannot say that Ramachandra Guru is right. Is he right? So he cannot interfere in the realm of the first class and second class devotee. Although Krishna said we should not disturb the mind of the neophyte so as not to displace them. You see, like now someone comes here, you tell him, you know, his first day is coming, no? correct? He may have some bad habits. No? You cannot immediately impose many things on him. We don't do that. We just encourage him to chant. Correct? That's why he said in that explanation on the third verse, you should try to encourage him to work in the spirit of devotion. So he becomes, say, no, 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 it's all right. Are you please chant Hare Krishna? You please chant Hare Krishna. No, no, I'm eating meat. No, that, that, that's all right. You, know, you, you carry on, you. No, but if the first day you say, no, no, you don't come to the temple, you're eating meat. Huh? No, 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 you don't come here, you. you, you. Then, what do you get? A temple of what? <laughs> you get nobody here. <laughs> yes, or sometimes the neophyte, you want to show off that he's so pure. Huh? Right? You're eating meat. Huh? You stand that side, you don't, don't come near me. Huh? You understand? But what caste you are from? For oh, your lower caste. No, 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 I cannot talk to you. My father said, ah, we cannot mix with low-class people. Okay? You understand? There's so many, especially the born Brahmins. They have noted that that is why the whole country is in a mess. I remember I went to this month. You know, they made me eat in this corner, one corner. And they are eating in the other corner. I say, why? Why this disparity? Eh? And I'm waking up at four. What? I, I mean, of course, I wake up early. And I'm chanting. All these guys, they wake up. The first thing they do is drink coffee. And I, maybe Krishna is arranging me not to mix with them. I was, one time that we were going with one Brahmin's car to Tirupati, we were going and suddenly the car, old car, ambassador, you know, ambassador, the engine is very small. <laughs> I'm not criticizing, I'm just telling you the facts. So when you go to Tirupati, you know, it's a slope, you know, it's a, and an old car, you will stop, for sure. In a car is stalling and he's asking, what class are you all from? We <laughs> 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 carrying low class people like us, that's why his car stuck. <laughs> I mean, look at this guy. <laughs> this is how I think. You understand? This is nonsense. And then when he serves you, he drops, he won't give you the, he drops it in your hand like this. I mean, something wrong. You understand? So these are all methods in which you have our why. You fry people out. You follow? But an intelligent devotee like Sri Prabhupada, he went to the west. What he did? He stayed in the Agrawal house and inside the fridge was what? He could have said, hey, you are well, <laughs> throw all this out. I'm here for your devotee, what do you think? He tolerated. They were meat inside, so many things inside, he kept his sabji there. <laughs> huh? Prabhupada, you know, preaching, how he did? And first time, toilet, you know, he had to go and use one toilet. He also stand in line. Would you do that? 
You understand? See how tolerating. No, no, they are nearby, they don't know. We should encourage them. Yeah, that's preaching what? A person who is pure, he knows how to adjust. A person who is neophyte, he only will scream and fight, that's all it is. But that is the inevitable, what we say, character of a person who is not knowing how to help others become Krishna conscious. <coughs> so we should be very, uh, what we say, cautious on this point. Not that the neophyte is following and the first and second class are, you know, out of context. It's not the way, it's not what it meant. Hmm? And uh, that two or two hundred, huh? that one is uh, explained by uh, He's explaining to Yamuna Devi, I think. You can put it up there. I have to come on there. Never mind, you read, you read, you read. Actually, it is from, uh, it is Yamuna in the conversation somewhere, but I found it in the, one of the tributes to Prabhupada. You can read. Prabhupada said to Yamuna Devi, You Westerners are so restless, he admonished. Why can't you remain in the same place? Stay where you are. We questioned Bhattacharya Prabhupada that they are saying that if we aren't in Iskwan, we lose your blessings and cannot make advancement. Prabhupada replied, Iskwan is where you are chanting the holy name, that is Iskwan. We, we rejoined. They are saying we don't have any association here and are therefore in Maya. He replied, association can be two or two hundred. If you are two and compatible, you can become perfect in Krishna consciousness. If you are two hundred and are not, then no one, no one will make advantage. Same point. So the thing is to be compatible. Of course, this is a big, I mean, in my Krishna conscious career, this is kind of a challenging thing because to get people to cooperatively work, it's not easy. It's not always there's so many. Because you're lucky we had temples, you know. You didn't like here, okay, you go there. You don't like there, you go. You know what I mean? Or? So that's there. But what happens? We have no temple. Then that is a challenge, correct? And you have to go out and do on your own. As I said, one point Prabhupada said, you know, that verse that if you cannot stay in his corner, what is that? 19152 or something, right? Uh, he said that if you cannot, then you work with me, Prabhupada said, following the four rules and all that, you know. Right? Yes. Because why to accommodate all this kind of a people who are hard-headed? It's very difficult. People are, you know, Prabhupada is preaching and he's bringing people from all kinds of, you know, uh, you know, character and all these things. So to adjust with them is a challenging, very challenging. I mean, I know for myself, as people I never seen in my life, I have to stay with them, work with them, and it's, you know, it's not easy. But Prabhupada, just because of Prabhupada, we all worked cooperatively. So the uniting point was Prabhupada. The same way now, see, all of you are here. Why are you here? Because only one reason, Prabhupada. If it's not Prabhupada, then why? Nobody wants to work, no? So that uniting factor is surrendering. Just like here in this verse, that the, they all work together because of one point. What was that? Devotional service. That is the... With Krishna, everything can be... Just like spiritual world, there's no problem there. There's no fighting in the spiritual world. 
But the material world is so fighting everywhere, but everyone is fighting, especially Kali Yuga, more so. Huh? See how the whole context is very much messed up. So the solution is that we should become Krishna conscious. Solution is to be chant Krishna's name. So, you know, keep Krishna in the center and the spiritual master, then we will have no problems. We are willing to practice devotional service in that manner, then we can overcome all obstacles. But if we don't want to do this, then that's going to be a problem. That means there's only one way. Either you cooperate or you have your own camp. That's what happens. No other choice. Alright. Anybody asking anything inside? So how do you like the new screen? Did you fall asleep? deal with somebody who is just in your file level. If someone is ignorant and addicted to the path of samsara, one can, how can one who is actually learned and merciful and advanced in spiritual knowledge engage in, I think, 15, huh? 16 or 15? 15. 1-5. Function? So this is how we deal with them, people who are People who are not willing to change, then this is the only way to do. If one is serious about going back home, back to Godhead, he must consider the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the summum bonum and chief aim of life. If he is a father instructing his son, the spiritual master instructing disciple, a king or a king instructing citizen, he must instruct them as I have advised. Without being angry, he should continue giving instruction. Even if a disciple, son or citizen is sometimes unable to follow his order. Ignorant people who are engaged in pious and impious activities should be engaged in devotional service by all means. They should always avoid fruitive activity. If one puts into bondage of karmic activity, his disciple, son or citizen who is bereft of transcendental vision, how will one profit? It is like leading a blind man to a dark well and causing, and causing him to fall in it. 
this is the answer I can say. We have to patient, especially like children, no? They go crazy actually, the children. Huh? What to do? You're going to beat the hell out of it. There's no brain. So tolerate until they, what? Grow up. Tell what to do. That does not mean that we let them do anything and everything also. Huh? That's also there. You know, we don't let the child do anything and run on the street. Yeah? Can. You know? Just like this, you see this one? <laughs> this, is, this is a classic example. See? Okay, then answer this question. All glory to Prabhupada, all glory to everyone, all glory. Thank you very much.